Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. On today's show, we're sharing six ways to lazily grow your email list. Some of these are super simple, and you'll be able to implement these today and get more people on your email list. And the last one is my favorite that anyone can do, but almost nobody does. But I think after you hear it, you'll see why it can be so effective. All right, let's jump into it. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. And welcome to episode 15 of The Six Ways, where every week we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their area of expertise. So they can share some of their best tips with us and we can all do better at achieving our entrepreneurial goals. I truly believe we'll all do better when we all do better. This is, by the way, both an audio and a video podcast. So if you want to switch from one to the other, you can find the link in the episode notes, wherever you happen to be watching or listening. And I know your time is valuable. So we've also included timestamps for what we talk about. So you can jump ahead if you need to, or if you want to revisit a certain section of it. My name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media, and my guest today is Cody Birch, who is a storyteller and launch strategist, which is a new bio you're testing out, right? Isn't that what you said? That's right, yeah. I believe that an engaged email list is the most important asset that you can have, and that the best way to keep your email list engaged is by telling stories. So in that way, I'm a storyteller. Yeah, no, I love it. Absolutely love it. So uh, I want to ask you first, you know, people have been saying email is dead for years, sometimes going back to when uh, Gmail first introduced that promotions tab. And if you're like my wife and she's got 10,000 unread email messages, sometimes I wonder, like, does anyone ever reach her? What do you say to someone when they say email is dead? Yeah, I got really into email marketing a few years ago. And this year, one of the first moves that I made was to teach better email marketing, which sounds counterintuitive in a world of AI and automate everything. And is there a way to outsource my entire brain or business to a computer or to a large language model or whatever? But if you think about it, email is at the cornerstone of all of our businesses. If you sign up on some new fancy social media platform, the first thing they're going to make you do is go check your email to get the login so you can access the platform. If you want to sign up for whatever AI model you're excited about, you've got to go check your email to be able to access that. Email is the oftentimes the first thing that people check when they wake up. It's the last thing they check before they go to bed. It's right there on their phones. It's a very intimate thing. And so to be able to send email the way that you and I like to send email is to tell stories and create that engagement right there in the inbox. And that's why I'm so excited about people putting time and effort and focus into growing an engaged email list knowing that if we do it right, it's a huge opportunity for us. Even though email has been around for, I don't know how long, I'm not a historian, 20 years, 30 years, I yeah. still talk about it a lot. And I talk about storytelling, which has been around since, you know, the dawn of humanity. People have been yeah. telling stories to each other so they can know which saber-toothed tigers to avoid and which caves had the best sunlight <laughs> in the, in the mid-morning. We got to tell stories. We got to send emails. It's super important. It's not going to change anytime soon either. 
So what I'm hearing you say is bad email is dead. Lame emails are dead, but yeah. good emails are not. Exactly. Self-promotion or emails. And I used to just send emails when I had something to sell. I would, you know, once or twice a week or once or twice a month, I would say, I'm doing a webinar, you know, all about me. I launched this thing. I've got this product. I wrote this book. Me, 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 me. Yeah. I don't need that. It's, that's not the right way to do it. But yeah, telling yeah. stories is a game changer. I love, I love the way that you said that. Cause yeah, it is good email. And it's the same conversation that I have with people when they say, uh, you know, with social media, oh, everything's 15 second videos. Nobody has any attention span anymore. And it's like, no, people are still reading novels. People are still going and seeing three and a half hour, hour Marvel movies. They have a shorter consideration span, but it's not an attention span. They will happily pay attention to anything that is interesting and compelling to them. So, all right. So we're going to share six ways to lazily grow your email list. Cody brought three. I brought three. Also, our question of the week is from Caden, who said, how big should my email list get before I start emailing them regularly? So we'll hop into that here in just a bit as well. So uh, six ways to lazily grow your email list. I love this topic. Uh, Cody, you're up first. What do you got? Now, I don't identify as lazy. I identify as strategically lazy. So if there's a way I can <laughs> exert a little bit of effort so I don't have to mess with it anymore, kind of a set it and forget it way, then I am living my best life. So my favorite way to strategically, lazily grow my email list is to write an ad on Facebook or Instagram on the meta platform, giving people access to my lead magnet that solves a very specific problem. So I can write a compelling ad that tells a, you guessed it, a short, compelling story that causes them to take action, click the link and give me the name and email address. So my email list grows 24 seven while I go to the zoo, play mini golf, hand with my wife, take a long unhurried lunch with my mom while my list is growing in the background. It Once you get them set up and once you get a campaign working, it's about as lazy as you get for, for list building. For people that have never done ads, obviously, you know, the meta ads platform is not simple necessarily until you know what you're doing, but it, more on the, the budget side. I mean, what, what do you, what does it cost you think for somebody to grow their list that way on a regular basis? Yeah, my strategy, I set up an ad uh, in August of 2020. It's still running relatively unchanged, meaning sometimes I've had to make a few tweaks to something, but that ad has generated thousands and thousands and thousands of leads in my business at a 10 to $20 per day budget. It's hmm. still like yesterday, I spent $20. Today, I'll spend $20. Tomorrow, I'll spend $20. So 600 bucks a month in that example for my business to grow my list automatically. Every day I send an email, every day that email goes to a few more people than the day before. And I get about $2 per lead with that promotion in that audience to grow my list. So every day, like eight to 11 people join my list for 20 bucks a day. Now I've seen people that are in different niches, for example, a crafting niche. There's a person in one of my programs that she does a crafting expertise. Uh, I don't even know what it is, quilting, something like that. And she's yeah, getting leads for like 25 cents because it's yeah. so specific. There's not much competition and she's able to get lead very affordably. So sir, hey, her same 10 or 20 bucks is going to get whatever the math is on that number of leads that day. But when I'm teaching people ads for the first time, $10 a day is about the minimum because you need an amount of data. You can't set it at a dollar a day and then yeah. hope Facebook figures it out. Yeah. But 10 bucks a day is the minimum. I'm sat at 20. I've been at 20 for three years. I don't think I'm gonna change it. I, I literally don't even think about it. While we're doing this, Jerry, my email list is growing. While I'm doing whatever, you know, tomorrow I had a VIP day yesterday, an annual planning on Wednesday. My list is growing. It's, it, is, it is very lazy now that you put it that way. You're right. 
That, that's what we should have done. And we should have both checked our subscriber count at the beginning of this episode. Yes, yeah. And then at the end, you know, and, and seeing like how many did we get lazily while we were clearly not doing anything else. So good idea. Um, I love that. So, yeah, 300 bucks a month. Uh, very affordable. And and same thing. I, I it's impressive that you're getting because you and I both talk primarily to entrepreneurs and business owners. And so the fact that you're getting them for, you know, a buck or two is incredible. But I have a friend who is in the fertility space and she gets them sometimes, like you said, for like 30, 35 cents a piece. Um, yep. Meanwhile, I have business owning friends that pay eight to $16 uh, for a lead. So yeah, that's awesome. All right. Uh, next up, number two, six ways to lazily grow your email list. You know, who's better at promoting your email list than you are? Your subscribers, the people that are already there. And so you can obviously ask them to do it. And I know some people feel uncomfortable about it, but if somebody is on your list and they are enjoying it, um, they generally aren't going to be mind. They're not going to mind you asking saying, Hey, do you know somebody else who might like this? But my favorite way to approach this psychologically is instead of asking them, just regularly thank them for referring people. Cause they're probably referring people already, whether you know it or not. And by doing that, you're already just kind of showing that you're getting referrals versus if you say, hey, can you please share this? There's no social proof in that. And so it's just a slight shifting in words. I went to the dentist recently, a new dentist, and they had this big sign in the lobby and it said, thank you so much for referring all your friends and family. And I thought, I haven't referred anybody to you. It's the first time I've walked in here, but God, that's good social proof. It's such good language. So um, you could do it every email kind of in your signature. I think in at some point it becomes wallpaper at the bottom of your emails. Or you could just say even internally, like an internal benchmark, I'll call it. It's like Tuesdays is the day that, or, or you love alliteration. Thursdays is a thank you day. And so thir every Thursday you just do a PS where it says, hey, and thank you to everyone who has invited new people to join our email list. Simple, simple as that. So, um, yeah, all right, well. let's do uh, up next, number three, six ways to lazily grow your email list. Cody? Yeah, my next way is to be known for something. Now, a lot of us struggle as we run our businesses to be easy to refer. There's some version of me in the past that people would say he's like a digital marketing guy. He does something with funnels and ads and emails. But to be able to talk more powerfully about storytelling or how to grow an engaged email list on the back of telling engaging stories so we can live a laid back lifestyle, that's being known for something. And the more clear I get on my messaging and how I show up in the marketplace and how I provide value to those that I feel called to serve, the more people tend to recommend me to their audience. It didn't happen when I was generic digital marketing guy. It does happen when I'm engaged email list, laid back lifestyle business, storyteller guy. Mm. Being known for something, getting really, really clear on why you do stuff. And if you rewind the tape here, at the very beginning of our chat, I said that I believe an engaged email list is the best thing that you can have in your business. And we do that with stories. That I do that all the time. I say it all the time. I'm very conscious of it. Anytime I'm able to meet a new person, I, I say that. And the way you get known for something is to continue to remind people and say, here's what I'm best known for is for this specific thing. And once you do that, then people will ask you to be on their platform. They'll ask if they can share your wisdom with their audience. They'll ask you to speak at their event or come to their mastermind or can you jump on their podcast or can I email for you? Being known for something has grown my list more quickly and more affordably because I don't have to pay for those uh, uh, leads yeah. than, uh, than anything else I've done. Did I get tricked into inviting you on the podcast? Is no, no, no. This is totally organic and natural. Yeah, it's, it's, you're right, though. It's all about having that, uh, you know, having that thing to be known for. And, and I think over time, 
that thing you're known for can evolve as well. I know a few entrepreneurs who they look at what's going on. So let's take the biggest story at the end of last year was, of course, AI. And anybody who decided to drill into it right away, they were getting invited on everything. And so that makes a massive, massive difference. Love that. All right. Um, next up is number four of six ways to lazily grow your email list. Uh, real quick, though, this episode is brought to you by dailysocialmediatips.com. Speaking of growing our email lists, um, you can join thousands of other entrepreneurs, though, that get daily social media tips direct to their inbox for free, including lots of great stories, as uh, Cody was talking about. And of course, you can quickly unsubscribe if they ever stop being helpful. Um, you can certainly unsubscribe if you are in charge of that. But I would love to have you experience them as thousands of other entrepreneurs have. You can sign up in seconds at dailysocialmediatips.com. So, all right, number four, put your opt-in link everywhere. And I know that sounds redundant, Usually what people will do is they'll put it in a few of their main places. However, I would encourage you to put your opt-in link everywhere, including on the social media platforms that you're maybe not active on. Because if I am looking up somebody new, the first place I look is on the social media platform that I am most active on. And even if you're not active there, you still, you know, if you come up, like if I'm looking for Cody, who is not heavily active on, do you have a TikTok account? No. Um, uh, if I do, it's by accident, but I'm not active there for sure. <laughs> by accident. Right. But wherever somebody looks for you, you want to have your opt-in link ready to go. Because if a client could be worth hundreds or thousands of dollars, you want to make it really easy for them to move forward in your funnel. So, um, you know, put it on your social media platforms where you're not active. Uh, if it's like a Facebook business page and you're not posting there, still have it in the about section, the cover photo, um, you know, the place where you can share your link. Uh, put it in the pinned post at the top. If email is a major part of your business, which it is for most of us or should be, then you definitely want to make sure that everywhere you can have it and, and this fits that it's there. And it's, this, is, this fits, I think, the lazily or strategically lazy because it's a one-time thing. You put it up and then you're done. So simple as that. So love that. All right. Uh, up next, number five, six ways to lazily grow your email list. Cody? So I have a structure that I teach at my events and in my business called the Hourglass Scaling System. And it's just a way we organize our offers. So it's a mini workshop or continuity or high ticket. But at the very top is this thing that I made up and I call it a UVFT. And the UVFT stands for an unusually valuable free thing. So my tip, my fifth tip is to make your lead magnet so good that people feel a little silly if they don't share it. Now, some simple tips that that might include would be to take your if it's a written, let's say it's one of my main lead magnets is called the course launch checklist. When you get the course launch checklist, you also get a video of me walking you through the checklist and showing you how to use it. You also get an audio version of that if you listen to it on the go. You also get a transcription of that and you also get screenshots of the examples of the different types of courses you could use. For example, so one of my lead magnets is a lead magnet template, a little bit meta, but you get the same thing. It's not just a Google Doc, it's copy and paste templates that you can just swap out the variables plus the video, plus the audio, plus a little mini course about it, plus a hold your hand approach to implementing. So if you can make your lead magnet or your free thing so good and make it impossible to ignore, it also becomes impossible to not share. They're going to tell people about it. They're going to go, I usually get lead magnets and they're okay, but I very rarely share them. If you spend that much time and effort once to make it extra awesome or unusually valuable, people are going to share it on your behalf. And it, with all of that, because the opposite of that, of course, is potential overwhelm. So with all of that, how do you seed 
them taking the next step within if they're watching videos and reading the PDF and listening to audio. I realize it's some of it's obviously the same content, but how do you how do you seed it in there to take that next step? Yeah, it's a good question. So a perfect example, I recently taught a $20 paid bootcamp. So some of my ads were promoting the bootcamp. If you're on my list, go buy the bootcamp. It's just 20 bucks. I also, as I always do, I ran a lead magnet that solves the problem before the problem solved by the bootcamp. Yeah. And it was my lead magnet template. So in the lead magnet template, right in the introduction, I said, hey, I'm Cody Birch. I'm the host of this, the founder of that, the creator of this. Uh, and here's your lead magnet template. You're seconds away from having this really valuable thing. And once you get your lead magnet dialed in, the next thing you should do is give me 20 bucks and go to this boot. So it was in the intro to the lead magnet. It was in the footer of the lead magnet. It was in the outro of the lead magnet. It says, now you know this thing. The next logical step is come over here and learn the next step in this process. And so it was this really seamless opportunity to drive cold traffic to a lead magnet that left very obvious breadcrumbs to the next part of my sales funnel. So when I gave them the audio guide and those plug and play templates and the video walkthrough, it wasn't different content. It was the same content, different um, experience, different ways. Got it. Yeah. That allowed me to say on the landing page, uh, one version is, hey, go get my checklist. Click below to opt in. The other one is to say, when you get this free checklist, there's no cost for this resource. You're also going to get this so you don't get stuck. This so you know how it works in person. This so it really cements the learning and the transformation you're going to experience. And then I'll show you exactly what to do next when you're done. So a lot of us, I see a lot of ads on the internet, of course, and a lot of us are giving away free things. But rarely do we take that much time to explain the benefits and the outcomes created by the free thing. So on my lead magnet opt-in page, I'll put like seven bullet points of, you know, you'll get this, which means this, so you can do this, which mm -hmm. might look like this. Yeah. I sell aggressively a free lead magnet because there's a few different things in it, but I'm leaving very obvious breadcrumbs to the next step in the process. And that's true for all of us, whatever it is, if your next step in the process is a sales call or a mini workshop or like a low ticket thing or whatever, that's how your lead magnets should function. So they should be unusually valuable, but also obvious on how to take the next step. I love that. I love that. And I also love the idea about a lead magnet about lead magnets. It reminds me of sometimes you'll see those billboards and it's like, need to reach new people. You're reading this, aren't you? Yeah. You know, that kind gotcha. of thing. Like yeah. it's just, it's all built in uh, perfectly. Oh, yeah. So that's great. All right. Next up, number six, six ways to lazily grow your email list. And this is uh, might be the laziest of all. And this is, well, maybe not next to ads, but this one's free. Uh, literally promote your regular emails. Now, I teach the psychology about this um, inside of my Social Media Leads Lab program. But the most basic version of this is essentially, if you're sending out good emails, every email you send is a lead magnet with a deadline. And that's one of the big weaknesses with lead magnets generally is they are available forever. So why would I sign up today? And so if you know that on the 21st, you're going to send out this incredible resource or this great thing or whatever it might be, just promote it other places on social media or wherever else ahead of time, because there's that, that FOMO factor plays in and they have a deadline and they're going to miss it. It's going to come out with or without them if they're not on the list. And I discovered this when I worked at an agency and we had this amazing seafood restaurant as a client on the water. And they were like, yeah, we really want to grow our email list. So the, like once a month, they'd send out this coupon for like two pounds of crab for 30 bucks or something like that. I don't know how much seafood costs because I don't really, <laughs> whatever it was, it was, it was a heck of a deal. And so we'd say, hey, everybody on our VIP email club, you know, coming up on the 21st, we are going to be sending out uh, a coupon for this thing, you know, watch for it in your inbox. Sometimes we wouldn't even 
tell people to join. So everybody on the list would be like, oh my gosh, can't wait. But the people who were not on the list would then comment like, how do I join? I want to get that. How can I get that? And so from a single organic Facebook business page post, we'd get, you know, 100 to 150 new opt-ins just by doing that. And so lead magnets are obviously incredible. And I loved how you described how they help people move forward in all the ways that you see them, Cody. But if you're sending good emails, then those can, I think, can be lead magnets on their own. And you have that additional psychology of having the deadline and things built in as well. So, all right. Love it. Um, love the entire list. I'm going to ask you to choose your favorite here in just a second, Cody. And it's okay if you choose your own. Uh, I always like to let guests know that on the show. Um, so uh, we're going to recap all six here in just a second. But uh, our question of the week from Caden, how big should my email list get before I start emailing them regularly? What do you want to say to Caden, Cody? Caden, I would say that the path is made by walking. And so we have to <laughs> start now it's i think a lot of people wait it'd be like waiting to leave your driveway before every light turns green like i'll email my list when it is 100 or 500 or 1000 or 10000 but until then i'm just going to wait yeah you get one subscriber you owe it to them they the way jerry and i are talking they came to you Kate, for a reason of they need help like they got your lead magnet they joined your list and they need some support and now it's on us we're called to help people with our expertise and our experience to solve their problems. And so they can have a little bit less pain and move a little bit more quickly than we did. So now we owe it to them. So I would say your email list needs to be as big as one person to start practicing emails. And then as it grows, it'll be even better. And it reminds me of the first few Facebook lives I did. I had several, Jerry, maybe you've been there. I had zero people watch me on Facebook live and it'll show in the corner currently watching zero. Yeah. I would just screenshot it. <laughs> Sting. And then I'd mess up or like one of my kids would come in and, you know, a body function would occur loudly. He would die laughing and I'm like, get out of here. And I look and go, oh, there's nobody even watching this. I can do whatever I want, you know, while I'm practicing my messaging and my storytelling on here. So you owe it to the people that are on your list to hear from you so you can help them make progress towards their goals and steward them and shepherd them towards some solutions. And if you got more than one person, I would dial up that email system and get that sent. Yeah. And my favorite thing that you said about that, and this is what I will say to people too, is you have to start because it's the only way you're going to get better. Um, when I launched my five minute social media YouTube channel, I redid the videos for three full months. So if you go look at the channel there, I, it was May of 2017. I created the channel. My videos were ready to go that day. And I rethought everything for three months and I didn't put anything up until the middle of August. Nobody saw those first videos. So use that early time to practice and get better at the email so that when you do get 50 subscribers, 100 subscribers, whatever it might be, you're so much better at it. And uh, yeah, I've, I've seen so many people say that kind of thing where it's like, oh, I don't have enough people yet. I don't have enough people yet. And it's like, well, if they were going to come hear you talk in a room at the library, for example, would you just not show up? I mean, they want to hear from you. So yeah, yeah. Ab absolutely love that. Okay, uh, let's recap our list. Six ways to lazily grow your email list. First was ads. And I love the way that Cody put it. Ride nag, go to the zoo, watch a movie. Um, number two is your subscribers. Encourage your subscribers to share your list or in invite other people to join the list or better yet, just thank them for doing it and more people will do it. Number three, be known for something. When you are known for something specific, people will refer you to other people automatically. You'll get invited on podcasts uh, like this. Number four, 
Uh, put your opt-in link everywhere. If you've got those abandoned social media platforms that you don't use anymore, Twitter slash X or whatever it might be, someone still might look for you there. So you might as well have the opt-in link there ready to go. If your clients are worth potentially thousands of dollars in a lifetime, uh, it can really pay off. Um, number five, make your lead magnet so good people offer to share it for you. And uh, Cody called them unusually valuable free things, UVFTs, which I love. And number six, promote your regular emails. Every valuable email you send can be a lead magnet, except it has a deadline. So promote those other places. Hey, sign up by the 21st. I'm going to be sending out this thing. So uh, Cody, what was uh, your favorite from the list, do you think? My favorite way to grow my email list is to write an ad. I, it's not even, I don't have to think hard about this. Uh, of all the six work, brilliant ideas, we should, you, people should do all six. I just love I don't like posting on social media. I don't like making stories and reels. I don't like trying to think of content or visibility or what's something fun I can post that will drive engagement. I literally, I don't mean metaphorically go to the zoo. I literally will just write an ad and three years ago, and then I'll go to the zoo whenever I want or go to a movie or play mini golf or hang out with the kids. It is hands down my favorite way to grow my email list. It's off. It's just a big part of my business. I've checked off and I never think about it. And whether I'm in a camping trip with my family in Colorado, or I'm in Mexico with my wife and her event planning business, or hanging out with my dad when he was cancer-free and got to ring the gong at the hospital. All of those things all had in common the idea that my list grew while I was doing those other things that really mattered to me. So that's my favorite way. Yeah, that's and that's great. And I obviously, if you can find a way to do that and know your return on investment, it's hard to beat that for sure. Um, I'll say my favorite lazy way is to go ahead and put your opt-in link everywhere because that's something you can do today. Um, but definitely consider using your regular emails if they are valuable, the sixth tip, um, as lead magnets just to get new people to join your list, assuming you do post organically on social media as Cody uh, rarely does, but as I obviously uh, focus on quite a bit there. So, um, all right. Thank you for the question, Caden. Um, if you want to take a deeper dive into any of those, you can go to the sixways.com slash 1515, because this is episode 15. And some really awesome tips were shared today. Remember, we all do better when we all do better. So take a second right now, think about who else might benefit from these and tag them or send it to them, share them, whatever way is easiest for you. All right. So uh, Cody, you have this amazing free resource uh, called the List Builder Lab. What's in there for people that are looking to grow their email lists? Yeah, I created the List Builder Lab as a free hub for people who want to get better at email marketing. We do two main things. One, there's free, three unusually valuable free things just for signing up. You get my own lead magnet templates. So you see how I like to create lead magnets. You get my email welcome series. so You know what to say when someone joins your list. And if you're uh, curious about how the ads work, you get my ad writing template. I called it Flying Ace Ad Copy Template. Those free things are in there right away. And then we also do value calls frequently so you can come get your list building questions answered. And I'm democratizing list building advice. You don't have to pay an expensive agency. You can just come in this group. It's a free group. There's hundreds of people in there having fun, all working together to grow their email list. And I'd love to have you join. Awesome. You can check that out at Cody Birch, C-O-D-Y-B-U-R-C-H, CodyBirch.com slash group. And we'll also link up to it in all of the episode notes. If you enjoyed this episode, a couple of others you might want to check out. Episode 11, six ways to make money from a YouTube channel. YouTube can be incredible for growing your email list, as well as uh, episode 13, six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Uh, links in the episode notes, wherever you're watching or listening those. 
Remember, we all do better when we all do better. So keep helping each other out. And Cody, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Jerry. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.